This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on ping.tv. Hello, folks. It is me, Dustin Gold. And I am back, ready to take on the technocrats and expose their evil plans. That, as you can see, they're exposing themselves because they don't hide this stuff. Folks, I am Dennis Bushnell. I'm the the human uh, evolution as we know it in a biological sense is over. This is the human evolution of humans. Folks, I am sitting here for the audio only audience with my Kermit the Frog puppet doing a Dennis Bushnell impersonation. I'm going to have to really get that voice down and add him to this show. But I need to bring up a document for you. This is very important. This is a NASA document from nasa.gov, from their website. This is not made up. It's not conspiracy theory. It was not a document produced by Alex Jones. With the goddamn lizard people. I'm Alex Jones. We're going to take some vitamins. We're going to take some super male vitality. We're going to take some anti-aging, foaming aging, anti-globalist foaming aging. We're going to rub it all over ourselves. It's going to be good. It's Alex Jones with InfoWars, and we are here to battle the potbelly goblins over at NASA. No, this is not from InfoWars. This is from NASA.gov. And this is a document titled Disruptive Technologies and Their Putative Impacts Upon Society and Aerospace, Entering the Virtual Age. And why is this document important to you and to me? Because it was written by Dennis M. Bushnell, Langley Research Center, Hampton, Virginia. And this document was published in November 2020. It's a 21-page report. I have not gone through all of it yet, but I eventually will. And if it's good enough, we will do an entire episode on it. Let me search here for brain chips. This is under a section called Increasing Cyborgism. And let's read from this beautiful document. Humans, and I I would do the Dennis Bushnell voice, the Kermit the Frog voice, but I can't carry it for that long because it starts to hurt my throat. And Mike Moore warned me before I started this podcast, get used to it until you build calluses in your throat And you could make it through three, four, five hours a day or whatever he's doing. Some crazy long podcasts over there at the Thomas Paine Podcast. But if you stumbled upon me, I suggest you look for the Thomas Paine Podcast on iTunes or visit Paine.tv and listen to Mike Moore as well. And listen on Fridays with Mike Moore and co-host Maria Albanese. She's been a friend of mine for five or six years. 
a fantastic researcher, and she understands the tenets of the false industrial revolution. So let's read. Increasing cyborgism, uh, humans have long utilized various devices, approaches to augment and or repair their bodies. Among the earliest were false teeth. I believe George Washington had a set of teeth that were not actually made of wood, but made of whalebone. But among the earliest were false teeth. Structural prosthesis, uh, for example, wooden legs and glasses. To this list were added hearing aids and toupees, which I think Ray Kurzweil may have a toupee, but that's beside the point. To this list were added hearing aids and toupees, and recently a collection of implants, including cochlear implants for hearing, Rush Limbaugh actually had those, artificial retinas for seeing, artificial hearts for living, artificial limbs for moving and functioning, or as the homeless man when I went to college in Philadelphia used to do, we called him Boomerang. He had a fake leg that didn't fit him properly. It strapped on on the thigh. He was amputated from about mid-thigh down and his leg would turn backwards and flop around and it looked like a boomerang. So we called him Boomerang when he was drunk at night in the alleyways when we were leaving the bars, he would take off his artificial limb and hit us with it. But let's move on. Currently, there are serious efforts to print internal human organs. That's actually happening. They're printing organs on 3D printers. An arena that will have massive impacts going toward involves brain chips. And the reason why I'm showing this to you, because is as crazy as Elon Musk and others sound, remember, this is Chief Scientist Dennis Bushnell at NASA, who actually has access to more money than Musk does to develop this and has the ability to do it without much oversight because he works for the government. An arena that will have massive impacts going forward involves brain chips, initially to fix brain issues, but increasingly to augment brains. And you're going to see Elon Musk when I show you how he uh, pushes the adoption campaign, how he pushes this propaganda to sell the masses on the idea of uh, brain chips. He will say initially it's for brain issues, but increasingly to augment brains, meaning at first, they're going to sell you that this is for people with MS or gotten car accidents to fix their brain and make them be able to walk and talk and move properly. But eventually, it's going to be to augment the brain, connect the brain to the AI hive mind, and make all humans smarter and immortal. Let's get back to the article. There are major efforts ongoing to develop superb computer brain communications and interactions. That's what Neuralink is going to be. We will show you. It's a chip that goes in your brain, has Bluetooth, and will connect you to the AI hive mind cloud. The potential impacts of the latter are human changing. Point one, greatly increases human capabilities and potentially great disparities between humans depending on the details of the individually installed and direct interactive capabilities and their availability and cost. 
So what they're saying there is that some humans may become even more of haves and other humans will become even more of have-nots based on the difference between the two technologies and who can afford them and whether you are just going to be a biological human and I am going to be a super robotic AI human. See, one of us will be a monkey and the other will be the greatest thing that was ever created, the super race. Rather than humans versus the machines, we are merging. As you saw Kurzweil mention in the video, and you will see Musk mention, and Ray Kurzweil and Yuval Harari all talk about this. The merger of humans and machines. Dennis Bushnell actually said in that speech that we should not be afraid of it. It's not the machines versus the humans. It's the merger of the two. We call that transhumanism. Ray Kurzweil sort of calls it singularity. Right? Transhumanism, singularity. As indicated, it is all in our heads, and humans may decide that the God's eye view and knowledge of the connectome machine, intelligence, knowledge, data, existence, is preferable to maintaining the rest of the wet electrochemistry, physiology, and humans could upload into the machines. See, some people will want to keep their biological selves. Others are going to want to upload into the machines. Interesting, is it not? Uploading into the machines. This is NASA publishing this. And that's uploading your consciousness into the cloud, the AI hive mind neocortex. This latter possibility has moved from science fiction to serious research efforts through companies like Elon Musk Neuralink. There are three major possibilities and their combinatorials with regard to evolution of the humans ever more becoming cyborg-like. A bioevolution enabled very long life with enhanced capabilities and uploading. I, I mean, does this freak you out in any way that our government is doing this? We talked in a couple of episodes, I think in particularly episode three with Yuval Harari, that this sounds very Nazi-like. Well, I mean, coming from NASA, is that really a surprise? I mean, NASA had many scientists that came right out of the Nazi regime that the United States government brought here under Operation Paperclip, which is declassified. We brought Nazi scientists back here. In some cases, we actually covered up their past, and we put them to work on superhuman programs, technology, rockets, and such. Werner von Braun, a big player, we'll do a whole show on him, in NASA, he used to go on TV with Walt Disney on Sunday nights in the wonderful world of Disney. He was a Nazi scientist. We put him in at NASA, gave him a lot of power, and basically covered up his past. He was a huge bigwig in Huntsville, Alabama, where a lot of the NASA technology takes place. He was like a local celebrity. People didn't know what his past was. So let's see. Whether humans require serious study, there are developments with regard to all three of these futures, and others will probably arise. The first two futures are ongoing efforts, 
and the third is under study. These are perhaps more near-term than some think. They actually say in here, there are three major possibilities but with regard to evolution of the humans evermore becoming cyborg-like. A bioevolution enabled very long life with enhanced capabilities and uploading. Hans Moravik suggested we would explore the stars as our mind children. For example, we will upload. See, that also has to do with what's called mind twins, where you twin yourself. And this has to do with uploading the consciousness, where you take your whole memory, your whole brain, everything, and you upload it to this AI hive mind. And so there's this virtual twin of yourself, your mind that can hop bodies, biological or not biological. I mean, it's it's hard to understand and comprehend, but we are going to get into mind twins in another episode through a company called AI Foundation, owned by a guy named Lars Butler, who is another mad scientist. I think... What we are going to do after this break is I'm just going to show you one more government program that Bushnell had mentioned where the military is building cyborgs and sort of these superhuman uh, military soldier fighters. And then we're going to get into Musk because this is it's just so much information that I'm trying to unpack and tie the pieces together so that you could understand them. And then we're going to move on and we're going to just get into Musk and I'm going to analyze Musk for you because we need to get to the point where I show you who's actually behind Neuralink, the brain chip company. It's all very complicated, but it's all very interesting. And it's all very necessary for you to understand so that we can figure out how to live around this, how we can navigate it, how we can hopefully not take part in it. I am Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. Folks, we are back from uploading our consciousness into the cloud. I'm Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard. And I just showed you proof that NASA is promoting the development of artificial intelligence brain chips and uploading your consciousness to the cloud. Isn't it great to know that your government is hard at work for you? Let me just show you this article here from The Atlantic in November 2018. Again, I keep using a lot of these older articles because I really want you to see that this technology and the development of the technocracy in the fourth industrial era has been around for many, many years. Okay, the Pentagon's push to program soldiers' brains. Remember, Dennis Bushnell mentioned this. There's actually a lot of articles about this out there. This is not a secret. The military really doesn't hide it. So, again, this is Tony Stark, Iron Man type of shit. The Pentagon's push to program soldiers' brains. 
The military wants future super soldiers to control robots with their thoughts by Michael Gross. And this is Gross, Michael. So you have an appropriate name. One, who could object? Tonight, I would like to share with you an idea. While that's happening, the website is flip-flopping and ads are popping up everywhere. That's just how it works these days. The wonderful world of technology. And who am I to complain? There's ads that run on my show. It puts food on the table, goddammit. Okay, one, who could object? Quote, tonight I would like to share with you an idea that I am extremely passionate about, end quote, the young man said. His long black hair was swept back like a rock star's or a gangster's. Is he talking about me? Quote, think about this, end quote, he continued. Quote, throughout all human history, the way that we have expressed our intent, the way we have expressed our goals, the way we have expressed our desires has been limited by our bodies, end quote. When he inhaled, his ribcage expanded and filled out the fabric of his shirt. What is this writer in love with this man? Is this a Fabio novel? Jesus. Gesturing toward his body, he said, quote, we are born into this world with this, whatever nature or luck has given us. End quote. His speech then took a turn. Quote, now we've had a lot of interesting tools over the years, but fundamentally the way that we work with those tools is through our bodies. End quote. Then a further turn. Quote, here's a situation that I know all of you know very well. Sounds like Trump. Here's a situation that I know all of you know very well. I don't know it, but other people know. Some people know, but others do not. I know that you know, that all of us know, that some of us know, that I know that we are here together this evening. Maybe, probably, who knows, not me, and especially not you. Only I do. Okay. Here's a situation that I know all of you know very well. Your frustration with your smartphones, right? This is another tool, right? And we are still communicating with these tools through our bodies, end quote. And then it made a leap. Quote, I would claim to you that these tools are not so smart. And maybe one of the reasons why they're not so smart is because they're not connected to our brains, Maybe if we could hook those devices into our brains, they could have some idea of what our goals are, what our intent is, and what our frustration is, end quote. So began Beyond Bionics, a talk by Justin C. Sanchez, then an associate professor of biomedical engineering and neuroscience at the University of Miami and a faculty member of the Miami Project to Cure Paralysis. See, they always run these government programs to build this technocratic technology through programs like curing paralysis, helping kids with one toe, things like that, stuff that you can't argue with. You know, imagine going to the grocery store or the gas station or even Goodwill and they always say, uh, you know, you buy a pack of gum, it's a, do a, do oh, a dollar. No, it's $17.92 now. And they always say, would you like to round up to the nearest dollar? 
to put brain chips in kids with paralysis. No, thank you. Ugh. You're so, you're so selfish, so greedy. You don't want to help put brain chips in kids with paralysis. Well, anyway, this guy, Justin, was speaking at TEDx conference in Florida in 2012. What lies beyond bionics, Sanchez described his work as trying to, quote, understand the neural code, end quote, which would involve putting, quote, very fine microwave electrodes, end quote, the diameter of a human hair, quote, into the brain, end quote. Sounds crazy, man. This is at TED Talks. It's real. You're going to hear Elon Musk say all this same stuff in his own words. He'll explain to you how he's going to put this brain chip into your head. When we do that, Justin said, we would be able to, quote, listen into the music of the brain, end quote, and, quote, listen into what somebody's motor intent might be, end quote, and get a glimpse of, quote, your goals and your rewards, end quote, and then, quote, start to understand how the brain encodes behavior, end quote. I believe Dr. Frankenstein was doing the same thing, if not the Nazi scientist who developed a program called MKUltra that we brought here and continued under CIA Director Alan Dulles, of which they named an airport after in the Washington, D.C. metro area, and they operated such program out of Fort Detrick, which shares space with the National Institute of Cancer Research, two miles from my house. MKUltra, mind control. What do you think they're talking about? Sticking wires into your brain and controlling and reading your mind. Of which Google has a mind reading program, of which we will get into on another episode. I know someone firsthand who almost worked for them. But let's continue. Justin explained, quote, with all of this knowledge, what we're trying to do is build new medical devices. Ah, oh, always medical. New implantable chips for the body that can be encoded or programmed with all of these different aspects. Oh, yay. Now you may be wondering, what are we going to do with those chips? Well, the first recipients of these kinds of technologies will be the paralyzed. Ah, the first recipients. And you will see Elon Musk echo this. He sells it that they're going to help them first, but Musk tells Joe Rogan on the Joe Rogan experience three separate times in 2018, 2020, and 2021 that as soon as they are done with the paralyzed, they're moving on to regular people. And now Musk actually is moving forward into human trials with his Neuralink brain chip. And as you saw Bushnell say in his NASA report in November 2020, that it will first start with people like problems like uh, paralysis, but then move forward to augment the brain. And that is developing the third layer of the brain that sits above the neocortex. See how it all connects? All the pieces. This is the dream of their technocratic matrix where you'll be living inside of your own head. Well, the first recipients of these kinds of technologies will be the paralyzed. It would make me so happy by the end of my career if I could help get somebody out of their wheelchair, end quote. 
My grandfather got polio in 1952. I knew him since I was born in 1990, uh, 1981 as being in a wheelchair. Never once did I dream about getting him out of his wheelchair by sticking a brain chip inside his head. I wanted to hit him upside the head a few times, but that is beside the point. Justin Sanchez went on, quote, the people that we're trying to help should never be imprisoned by their bodies. And today we can design technologies that can help liberate them from that. Yeah, they can disconnect their brain from their body and upload it to the cloud so they can download their body into a nanobot robot suit. That sounds amazing. That's what someone who loves you does for you. I'm truly inspired by that, said Sanchez. It drives me every day when I wake up and get out of bed. Thank you so much. And quote, he blew a kiss to the audience. The mission is to make human beings something other than what we are, with powers beyond the ones we're born with. A year later, this is where it gets interesting, after that love story, because clearly this author is in love with this dude, a year later, Justin Sanchez went to work for the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, otherwise known as DARPA. That's one of the government's Frankenstein laboratories. We are going to cover a lot of technology coming out of DARPA in this show because there is so much stuff there, and it's actually very important because you need to know what the government is developing. So he went on to work at DARPA, the Pentagon's R&D department, its research and development department. At DARPA, he now oversees all research on the healing and enhancement of the human mind and body. And his ambition involves more than helping get disabled people out of their wheelchair. Much more. DARPA has dreamed for decades of merging human beings and machines. Again, that is called transhumanism or as I call it, anti-humanism. See, I am a human. I'm trying really hard in my life not to fight with other humans over politics, over right, left, conservative, liberal, Republican, Democrat. I don't want to fight with them over Black Lives Matter versus MAGA or Antifa versus, you know, whatever, because it doesn't matter. These are the elites getting us to fight with each other while they are advancing transhumanism which is anti-humanism. If you build an artificial intelligence that is smarter than humans and will render humans useless, then you are anti-humanity. Let's get through this paragraph. Some years ago, when the prospect of mind-controlled weapons became a public relations liability for the agency, I hope it did, officials resorted to characteristic ingenuity. They recast the stated purpose of their neurotechnology research to focus on ostensibly on the narrow goal of healing injury and curing illness. You see what he says right here? They got caught talking about this mind-controlled weaponry, and therefore they had to rebrand themselves that they were actually focused on curing injury and illness and disease. The work wasn't about weaponry or warfare, agency officials claimed. It was about therapy and healthcare. Who could object? See? Always this slippery slope, but it's not really. It's just propaganda 
to force you into the adoption of such technology and put you in a place like standing at the cash register where you cannot say no to rounding up a dollar ninety-five to two dollars because you're helping putting brain chips in kids' heads who were born with one leg. It's 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 sickening. But even if this claim were true, such changes would have extensive ethical, social, and metaphysical implications. Within decades, neurotechnology could cause social disruption on a scale that would make smartphones and internet look like gentle ripples on the pond of history. Most unsettling, neurotechnology confounds age-old answers to this question, what is a human being? Think about that over the break. What is a human being? I am Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. 